Pug, what's up, brother? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, man. I'm here. How, how, how are you? I'm pretty good, bro. I'm I'm really good now, man. Uh, so for everyone listening, Pug brought me some uh, some smoked uh, pork pork butt. Was it? Yeah, yeah, pork yeah. Butt. And it was, man. I, I told this guy beforehand if. You know, there wasn't like a, a future in music. <laughs> There's definitely a future in uh, barbecue and, and cooking because that shit was outstanding, man. Not I at appreciate all. it. Not at all, man. I'm still, I'm just, uh, <laughs> you know, a student, a student of the of the craft. And yeah, I'm well, just, I'm just getting my feet wet. Yeah, it was good though, bro. It was YouTube really good. What did you call it? The University of YouTube. Yes, yes, <laughs> the University of YouTube, and it is. Uh, it is where I learn how to do most things nowadays. Yeah. You know, it seems like a good a good uh resource. You can For sure. You can find twenty people Yeah. You know, that all have a channel. Oh know, and yeah. they're all and they're all showing you how they do this one thing. So you can just watch a few of them and say, All right, well this is how all these people are doing you know, granted I'm not talking about like doing, you know, uh difficult shit here I'm right right about right like, like, like cooking or yeah, like your, cooking your, every, like your everyday things things that people might think are kind of hard and it's like no man you can do this everybody can everybody can do this yeah for sure bro to. yeah and um honestly man like you said you can find literally whatever you need and you could sort of youtube is just so vast and there's so much shit that you could possibly uh do or learn from that you can literally watch like like you said you know a few videos just say 10 videos and then pick and pull you know what i'm saying right. from you can learn just different elements you know what right. i'm saying and, and, and different techniques yeah and like and like it's not to say that it's putting you at you know it's not it's not the same thing as like if you actually like went to school for some shit and like really learned how to do stuff but you that, like you'd be surprised how much you can actually pick up from from professionals that are actually you know that are showing you because they love it that much that's that's what i think is the coolest thing about the youtube platform is yeah. that is that you find people that are making this content because it's a uh a subject matter that they're extremely passionate about for sure and so they're so throwing true. they're all into it because they like genuinely care yeah and uh i don't know i, I like you feel it it's kind of like it's kind of like when you when you hear some good good you know music you know for somebody sure. put their put their heart and soul and into they, they and give they, it their all yeah for sure, bro. Yeah, and it's crazy because like uh, you know, like YouTubers are get it seems like they're getting younger, you know, but like you said, like kids are what kids are realizing is um okay, maybe I won't go to school to be a doctor, but you know, if I give this my all, the YouTube thing, if I'm passionate about it, it could go somewhere. Dude, it's totally feasible. Right. Like like you think about the amount of people in the world. Yeah. And that and that platform allows you to hit everybody that like Absolutely. you know, has yeah, you know, has the the uh, access, yeah, and uh, like you know, out of out of so many billion people, like shit, if you're if you're if you're doing what you're trying to do well, you can probably you know at least get like a few thousand to you know absolutely tune in. So funny story, really quick, man. Um, I was uh I was going back. I told you like my hometown's Orange, right? Yes, sir. We were uh, so me and my girlfriend are looking for a house. You know, we're looking either rent house or to buy a house. But right now we're just looking for some bigger space. We live in an apartment, and we were looking over in Orange, and there's a uh, there's a billboard like going right into Orange. You know, and it was you know. 
to rent this billboard, call this number, go mm-hmm. to this website. I go to the fucking website, man. I email the guy. You know, he gets back to me like two days later. They want it like, um, I think he said seven fifty per month, but he wants first month and last month up front, so fifteen hundred to get started. And my whole thing, man, because I'm familiar with Facebook ads and everything. So back to your point, like. Why the fuck would I spend fifteen hundred dollars on this billboard and I can run a five dollar a day YouTube ad or Facebook ad mm-hmm. and reach thousands of people? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. technology is just evolving like crazy and we're reaching so many people for so little. The mm-hmm. st- startup cost isn't shit to start a YouTube. You need a phone that you already have. You know what I'm saying? And other than that, you need some talent. You need a niche. You know, right. but that's it. You know, that that that's all. And for most of these kids, they're living at home. Anyhow, ain't paying no damn rent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, that, sure. you know, you just need some sort of uh, some sort of niche or some sort of talent, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, you know, something you're passionate about. Right. Just, just, like that's the that's the biggest thing. People uh, people talk too much about the talent and they uh, disregard right. they disregard the level that want to like plays or I, I don't know I, I probably said that all fucked up but um people will try to like tell me uh you know about like my songwriting or something like oh well you're talented yeah and it's like well like to be fair motherfucker <laughs> i uh i put a lot of work into this right. like this took years it wasn't like i just came out of the gate writing you know, and shit. I've I've never written a hit song, so I mean, you know, like even then. Uh, but but the stuff I wrote when I first got into it, it yeah. is absolute dog shit compared <laughs> to like where I'm at now. I think, you know, at least in my conceited ass mind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that took a lot of like study. Like uh, that took hours of me sitting in my room with my headphones on listening to these same songs over and over again because right. I'm like paying attention to the way they're stacking these, you know, lyrics, you know, and then the way they're using it over the melody, the way they like the whole thing, the whole, you know, yeah. array. And uh and then hell, it wasn't like like I was listening to all this as a kid. And not even realizing what I was listening to until I went to school for the shit. Yeah. And yeah. then they start teaching you. You know, you start to learn what what you've been hearing all this yeah. time. And it's like, oh, shit. So that's that's what they – oh, so they put a bunch of – that's a – you know, a reverb with a with a delay, and that's what yeah. that's what gives it that that tone. Or oh, well, they pan the drums way over here on on the left speaker, and they put the reverb on the right. Or like, there's all these little tricks and right. things, uh, and it's and it runs from there's there's all these little tricks and and uh, aspects of it, and it mm-hmm. runs from every level from the the writing of a song all the way up to the production of a song. Right, right. And there's just so many elements to it. And also, uh, just back to your point, I feel like everyone's looking for like instant gratification. Like you said, I'm you the know, worst about that. Really? I suffer. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, even with like your, your, your lyrics and just like the sound, like your music, period, it sounds like, you know, you guys definitely take your time, you know, because. Uh, again, back to your point, people are looking for like fucking plays and likes and, you know, they just want all this approval. But it's like if right. you put the time and effort into something, like eventually it's going to pay off. You know, you know what I'm saying? 
I hope so. <laughs> I, I hope so. Uh, yeah, with the uh, with the stuff we've been doing uh, with the hounds, I've yeah. been doing just um, you know just uh, singles at a time. Yeah, you know, and people. Grant, I have a lot of of uh, material, just like I've you know that's backed up from years of not putting anything out. Yeah, and then now that I'm actually putting stuff out. Um, but I got to a point where, like, I had put out, I had, I had gone the route of trying to put out m- more content for cheaper. Right. And I was never pleased with it. Really? Ever. Ever. Never was I, like, even, even if I was, like, pleased with it for, a, you know, a little bit. Yeah. It would wear off and go right. away. Um, and... So I wanted to at least try to do it, you know, make make a, I don't know, pay for something right. that, you know, I could really be proud of. For sure, for and sure. it was the right way to go, I think. Yeah, and so just like you feel like investing your time uh, and, and money as well, you know, into like a uh, in, into material or like a product, you think that's a better route than, you know, just, just say. No, absolutely. Yeah. Like, you know, um, with the time thing, before we go in to the studio, uh, for I mean, if we if we if we have a session coming up, and granted, it's just going to be one song. Yeah. I mean, we spend we'll practice once a week, but for four weeks prior yeah. to the session, we're we're focusing on that song, oh, and, gotcha. and we are running through it, and we're trying it at different tempos we're uh yeah you know uh, you know letting letting all the musicians all the guys because i don't i don't dictate like what they do you know okay, i, I mean? was about to ask like how no, how are you all. as like i can't the, the, i can't lead. dictate because i don't know enough like right shit you ought to hear me trying to tell tell a drummer like what i want yeah <laughs> i'm like hey man so this is kind of what i'm hearing is something like this and they they, they always look at me the like, I don't know what the hell you are talking yeah. about. Do you and have to like slap on the table? Bit, or? Yeah, I'll, I'll like, I, I'll just do dumb shit. <laughs> yeah, slap on the table or like beat bugs. Oh, I've, I've, I've like, I've like, I've, I've been, <laughs> I've been in, in practice and like dancing in front of a drummer. I'm like, I, like it needs to, it needs to swing like this. You know? and, and I'm sitting there doing a dance and he's looking at me like, yeah. all right. And, Granted, I'm I'm blessed with uh, with with the hounds. I've got two two uh, drummers that uh, I work with, uh, Chris Webb and Chris uh, Chris uh, Cropper. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Crop. That's uh, that's the stutter. I didn't I didn't forget your name. Asshole. <laughs> uh, it's all good, brother. But uh, shit, uh, they are great at working with me yeah. and like being cool with letting me in my own goofy ass way yeah. try to explain what I want. And then they'll, they'll, they'll give me, they'll, they'll interpret kind of the base of what I'm at. Yeah. And then they'll start doing their thing. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's it. Got yeah, you. That, yeah. So they sort of just like freestyle it until you, you guys get it right. Well, and, and they're typically on, on the same page because I'm not hearing anything that's like, you know, out, out, like out of sync yeah like i got you know, anything anything out of the realm of what they might typically do right uh and they are always 
picking up on you know uh intricacies yeah that, and and they're like well hey uh you know in the in the verse i'd you know i was doing a flange chris webb uh <laughs> you know in the verse i you know i tried i tried doing a flange or something and i'm like i didn't i didn't notice man like if you, if you, if you think it sounds good i trust you yeah you know go for that shit yeah that, that's what it, it seems like that's what it's all about too just having that trust you know and it's so hard to uh you know, you guys have like a pretty nice size uh, group. It's, there, it seems like it's so hard to find, you know, that size group of guys uh, that you can fully trust. You know what I'm saying? Like whether it be music or just everything else, the business. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's uh, it's I think, impressive. I think one of the one of the upsides is. And granted, that this is really the first time. Not the first time I'm having the thought, but the first time I'm trying to, like, say it out loud, I guess. Um, yeah. But they're all. They're all older guys, not like yeah. not like old guys, but they've got me. They've got like at least 10 years on me. You yeah, know what some I mean? experience. Most uh, actually, I think I think the closest one in age is like 13 years. Oh, OK, OK. Uh, oh, wow. So, yeah, they have plenty is, of experience, which like I've always uh, I, I got I was uh, I spent a lot of time as a child with uh, with my grandparents Yeah, because I stayed stayed uh sick all the time mm. and eventually like my grandparents were like y'all just bring that baby over here yeah and we'll watch him so yeah. i spent my time with them so by the time i actually started going to school uh one of the teachers like asked my parents they were like who kept him while y'all were working and they're like oh what well, <laughs> you know uh lonnie's parents and she, and uh, you know why it's like well he doesn't talk like other mm. kids yeah and so uh and like the reason i'm like bringing that up, like i've always gotten along better with people that are like older than me for typically. sure for sure like, i i like uh, gravitate towards yeah like, like those people they like me i like them yeah you know what i mean like, <laughs> mutual understanding uh, i'm glad they're you're... more they're more chill yeah and I'm like, cool. Yeah, they're more <laughs> mellow. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, though, man, because I, you know, I was curious. I, I told you beforehand, like, what was Pug like as a youngin, as a, as a young whippersnapper? Like, <laughs> what was your upbringing like? I mean, I don't think I ever really grew up. So I mean, it's probably <laughs> the same thing that you're getting right now. Um, yeah. No, nah, uh, they say I had a, a vivid. Vivid, uh, vivid imagination. Imagination. Oh, okay, go. <laughs> got you, got you. <laughs> yeah. So um, you, you thought of thought of just about like a lot of different things all the time. No, I was always I was always like playing. I was always playing in the yard. Like I would, like my parents would be like watching a movie. Yeah. Uh, when I was a you know a little kid, yeah. and I'd like I'd walk into the living room and I'd watch the movie and like whatever the movie was about. If I got into the movie, yeah. I was going to go, like, play that. I was going to go right. pretend okay. yeah. that I was in that. Yeah. And I was, uh, and, like, dude, I had, I was all into, you know, I grew up watching uh, John Wayne movies and yeah. westerns and shit. And, and, of course, like, war movies. Like, any any typical redneck kid, you know, <laughs> if, if you grew up with John Wayne movies and war movies so yeah i played like as as 
as unpolitically correct as it is in 2020, <laughs> I played cowboys and Indians. Yeah. Motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I played. Yeah. <clears throat> I played war. I had I had a I had a fucking arsenal of toy guns like I was the dude. I would supply every kid on the street with a toy gun. And all right, we're going to y'all are y'all are these. I mean, depending on what what film I had just watched. Yeah. I, I mean, I was in, you know, as a. As a child, I fought the English on the on the fields of uh, uh, fields of uh, Scotland. I fought. <laughs> oh man! I fought. Uh, you know the Vietnamese. I fought. Yeah. I fought. Uh, you know, Germans. I, yeah, I fought. Every, you fought everybody. Huh? Fought everybody <laughs> all around that, the world on that little street. Yeah. In in um, Finette. Yeah. And that was that was the battlefield. Yeah. <laughs> so how was it like growing up in um in, in Finette? I I mean hell you know you know you grew up in Orange so you know small towns. Yeah, uh I mean I where I lived was I mean was out in uh the sticks especially when we first moved uh first moved out there um Yeah. Um, Finette has grown a lot since then. Um but like there used to be, let me see, when we first moved in there, we bought uh, 10 acres, my folks bought. Nice. Um, which, yeah, for a kid, it was like... Heaven, huh? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> so we had, much we had, we had moved around a lot uh, before then. Uh, I was from uh, Port, Port uh, Natchez originally. Okay, okay. And then my dad, uh, my dad had to travel a lot for work he was a union uh uh union electrician okay Uh, and so he would he would travel you know with the work and my mom would you know if 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 she couldn't find a job wherever he was going to be working or if the job wasn't going to be be uh nearby uh, long enough then we would stay put and he would go off and work um and shit she would work two jobs at one time I remember and dad was out of town for like months working and she damn dude bless her hearts and she's working two jobs and having to put up with me and my brother <laughs> and that was I'm sure not easy on her because yeah we were hellions <laughs> Chris especially yeah. my brother was was the biggest hellion he 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 sh- he should have been uh, been the country singer. Yeah. <laughs> what, is he a uh, older brother, younger yes. brother? Yes. Yeah, older? older. I'm the, I'm the baby. Okay. And did you get, um, like, did you get like the music, musical experience or just like, uh, uh, the influence from him or was it more so like, you no guys were... shit. Chris, uh, Chris played, uh, uh, played a lot of sports. He was, oh, okay. Chris was, was uh, was an, like, like really and truly, he was uh, the the uh, athlete of the of the family. Um, nice. What sports? He was good. He was good at football. I mean, shit. He, Chris was good at pretty much everything he tried to play except for basketball. <laughs> and, and my parents loved to tell the story and laugh about the time he uh, he uh, uh, scored a goal 
for the opposite team. Oh man! <laughs> and he was and he was proud as hell. <laughs> I scored a goal. Yeah. Like, I was for the wrong yeah. team. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> oh man, some good stuff. <laughs> uh, but no, as far as as far as like the musical musical influence, yeah. Um, I mean, like I grew up with a lot of music being played. Oh, okay. But like no, I I didn't have anybody that played an instrument in the family. Uh, but my grandpa would like I said, I spent a lot of time with uh, uh, with my grandparents. Yeah. And my grandpa would just sing all the fucking time. Like if if we if we'd be sitting on on the porch, he had this big ass wooden uh, rocking chair um, uh, that my parents still have. It's made it through several hurricanes. Damn. Uh, and I think I think my grandpa built it. Yeah. But it was this big wide rocking wooden rocking chair, and it had big wide arms. And he would sit in it on his front porch, and I would straddle the uh one of the the uh one of the armrests yeah and he would rock and i would <laughs> i'd ride uh ride the armrest yeah and that was that was one of my many many uh many horses yeah you know? <laughs> yeah a fence uh they had a little wooden fence in front of their yard and that and that also served as a horse for many a uh, <laughs> And many summers and yes. winters, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he would he would just burst out into song. Really? Just singing all kinds of old shit. Uh, Jimmy Rogers, Riley Puckett, shit like shit that you like. Yeah. Nobody our age, no, nobody that like our parents' age, right? Like even <laughs> even knows. He was just into that. And that's what's always music, a trip huh? is when people are like, "Oh, well, do you know this song?" And it's something from like the seventies that yeah. I like. I just I don't know. And yeah. I'm like, "No, I don't know that." And they're like, "Oh, well, that's that's before your time." Uh, it's like, I listen to shit that was before your you're time. Too, yeah. You need, <laughs> <laughs> you need like, to chill with all that shit. Yeah, like I know some shit that you don't know. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> oh, that's cool, man. Don't so talk. He, don't talk to the musician about not knowing music, the old stuff. You know. Yeah. So he would uh, just sit on the porch and just and sing. Uh, and my mom and my dad were the same way. Um, like, dad would, dad would get get <laughs> uh, drunk. And he would have, you know, granted, this is back when you either had, you had the big uh, stereo that, you know, had the tape decks and, yeah. the, and the CD players. And he would, back then, there was shit you could find, you could still find on on tape that, like, hadn't been transferred to, to like, digital CD. Yet. So, like, we still had tapes that my dad would throw in every once, he'd get yeah. drunk and, and... <laughs> Like Blair, Blair some shit, and he'd be in the living room, and there's a there's a stance, there's a drunk Lonnie dancing stance that he gets, and that 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 right hand goes out into the uh, pistol position, and it gets and it gets to rocking, and and the left hand is holding a drink, and yeah. he's singing at the top of his lungs, and I think I think that's where I got like the power in my voice was from like kind of trying to sing like him and my grandpa, like they both had this like yeah. very low mid heavy, yeah, like boost in their in their um, uh, vocals, yeah, and uh, I think that's kind of where I get my 
I sing loud. I sing hard, yeah. and I sing loud. Yeah, man, you definitely have like, like a. Goddamn, um, <laughs> ease up off that microphone. <laughs> Easy, man. You yeah. definitely have like a, a significant sound, like your voice. You know what I'm saying? Like really significant. It stands out. You know what I'm saying? Like now, you know, um, my like I told you before, man. Like I'm just getting into the genre, like where I can appreciate it. But like now, if you put your voice in a lineup of other artists, like I'd be like, oh yeah, that's that's my boy Pug for sure. You know, because it <laughs> because it stands out. You know, All it's right. it's significant. You know what I'm cool. saying? Uh, I, I like uh, you know, I like like Jack White. I honestly yeah, any, anything oh, yeah, yeah. anything that dude does, I'm I'm into. You know what I'm saying? So it's nice to now add to my collection. I can now add Pug Johnson's you should, material you to my should, collection. Uh, check out the album he did with um, with um, Loretta Lynn. Yeah, it's a good. It's called a dude. That album is awesome. Yeah, like he like. Uh, so this came out. We were. We were either in like middle school or high school. Yeah. We would have been uh, when that when that uh, came out, and they released uh, I think two two uh, singles off of it. One was one that just had Jack uh, playing acoustic and her singing, and that was it. And they yeah. did a video for it, and it was touching as hell. Yeah, um, it was a it was a really sweet song, and I mean, it kind of went out to her uh, her uh, late. Late, uh, late husband. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, but then they did a duet that was, I mean, it sounded like it might as well have been a Jack White song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you've got, you've got Loretta Lynn on it. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's just so cool. But the whole, the whole album, there was, there was so many, there were so many other songs on, the the uh, the other album that were, I mean, just. Just bangers, huh? <laughs> yeah, works of art that yeah never never got uh, pushed. Yeah, but yeah, dude, Jack White is the shit. He is, man. I I definitely uh, I appreciate his music. You know, um, uh, just you know solo albums or even like his group efforts. You know, they were always well. So you know, whenever I I started listening to your music and I discovered it, I was like, damn, man, like I get like this Jack White. Uh, feel and a sense of like it's I mean you know I know you guys classify do you classify as country uh actually <laughs> every time I've uh done a single the the past three three singles that we've done yeah. I think when I uh um when I uh, do the upload onto onto um to uh CD Baby who does yeah. the does the uh the uh, distribution, you know, and right. gets me on uh, Spotify, you know, and iTunes and everything. Um, I think for every single, I've put different like genres. Yeah, really. Okay. Yeah, because uh, you know, in, in my opinion, the first one, uh, calling my name, even though it does still sound country at yeah. heart, because uh, my voice, like that's. That's what it's gonna be. It's good. Yeah. Like my voice is gonna make whatever I do, you know, have a country right, thing right, right. on it. It's authentic, um, man. <laughs> but like, but the song itself, and and with the production, and with the with the direction, I was kind of thinking on it. It, yeah. it was it was more kind of like a John Mayer, uh, kind of a pop 
right, pop right. thing, just really so and truly. Elements to it, if you will. Um, and I mean, granted, I don't, I don't like want to be a pop artist, but yeah. like I wrote this song, and I, you know, that's the way that I heard it. Yeah, and so that's the way I was going to put it out for um, sure. And then Johnny is. Rock and roll, I, like yeah, I, man. I still don't. I still don't know what the hell I would like really throw Johnny. It just, it's just rock and roll. Yeah, and for my the listeners know. I mean, they they if they didn't know then that they, they'll know now. Like Johnny by you is probably it's going to be my favorite song no matter what I hear after that. Oh no, <laughs> sir, no, sir. We we have a new one. We yeah. have a new one. That oh yeah, we're, we're uh, releasing soon. It's a true story. Yeah. But, uh, I'm sorry. I I. Uh, I interrupted. No, 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 no. You're good, bro. No, I was just going to say, man, like uh, that joint there, it's uh, something serious. And I say that because like whenever I hear like actual bands and like uh, actual like musicians, I love rap. Don't get me wrong. But when I hear like country singers or uh, like classic rock or rock, alternative rock, any type of other genre, when I hear these songs, Jimi Hendrix, when I hear this music, I think about it live. You know what I'm saying? So Johnny is just one of those songs like, I could just see just being a fucking banger live. It's just one, you know, that'd be a song that people are going to go crazy over when you perform it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's um, what it seems like to me. The um, uh, the few times, I mean, granted, the hounds don't play too often uh, around here, actually at all right now, just because there's there's few venues that, right that will uh there's few venues that we can play at you know yeah because it's a you know, a bigger band slim pickings <laughs> yeah uh you know it's a uh it's a, um quite a large band and i want all of my guys to get paid which means we are expensive <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh anyway um i forgot what the fuck i was i was talking about I am out of out of beer. Oh, it's cool, man, because I got to take a piss. But uh, yeah, man, no. So just back to you know, just live performances and whatnot. Um, yeah, for everybody listening, we have to take a brief break. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, back to just like live performances and everything, man. Um, it just sounds like one of those songs that uh, that really what it sounds really fucking good live, you know. And that's how I look at any alternative genre, you know, if it's not rap. Rap, some rap songs sound good live, but with rap, it's like the the songs, the tracks playing in the back, in the background. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not always, you know, just an instrumental on stage. Some rappers do that, but not most. You know. Um, and for the record, I'm a hip hop head, man. I like hip hop nerd, if you will. Like I fucking would chop up a rap song and tell you what I like about it, what I hate about it. All that shit, right? Yeah, like any, 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 any type of rap song. This new mumble, mumble rap bullshit, or like <laughs> fucking, uh, yeah, bro. I have, I, I, I will not lie. I have not listened to any mumble rap. It's that I know of. Don't get me wrong. I, I, uh, I can appreciate the, the hustle from these new kids. Oh yeah, dude, for sure. I appreciate for the sure. hustle, you know. But the substance, there's none. Yeah, <laughs> there's fucking zero. They ain't talking about shit. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? And the rap songs nowadays are literally a minute and a half long. That's a whole rap song. A minute and fucking half, bro. And they're getting millions to make a song that's a minute. Two, I promise Damn. you, the average rap song nowadays is two minutes long. Two and a half minutes, maybe. That's that's stretching it. You know what I'm saying? That's wonder, pushing it. I, I wonder if that's, uh, uh, if that's because, you know, it used to be 
Five minutes, six minutes or, long? Well, like, you know, for us, we always heard, you know, as, you know, uh, as uh, musicians, you know, and, and, and uh, songwriters and stuff, uh, you know, you always heard like three and a half minutes was like the magic radio play mm. single number. If your song was over three and a half minutes or if you had boring shit in the beginning, like, like a, you know, a Led Zeppelin you know, uh, uh, intro or something like they were like, no, get that shit out of here. We yeah. want it. We want it. Want to get get to the chorus as quick as possible and repeat it as much as you can. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, they want they want the catchiness. Uh, yeah. And so I wonder because I'm I like I'm pretty sure that that was a that was you know kind of set by the the uh the attention span you know they right you know the people that are in in the business of making these records they're you know they 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 uh calculate us yeah they're studying us just like like yeah like uh amazon you know and google for sure they said they're setting these algorithms you know what i'm saying so they pick up on how fast will you move on to the next track and and fucking how many people do you know that you Get in the car with them, and and they're one of those that like they put a song on and they get halfway through the song and change the song. Absolutely. And then they and it's like, will you let the goddamn song play? Would you let that motherfucker yet breathe? Better yet, pull the album up yeah. and just let it play through. Just let it play. Just let you know? the shit play. Granted, yeah. granted, as a kid, I was not like that. Yeah. Very much about about the instant gratification. For that sure. Was, that was one of those. Uh, Learning to like put on an album, yeah, and just take in the album. That was something. I mean, I mean, I was still a kid when I started doing it, but you know, I I remember a time in my life where that was not a fucking thing. Yeah, like yeah. I was. I wanted to hear the song. I wanted to hear. Yeah. Right now, and that's all I'm, I like. I only want to listen to this song All yeah. the others. If they don't grab me right off the bat, I'm done with them. Going to the next but that's, one. That was a childish mentality. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to tell everybody right now. <laughs> don't act like a child. Yeah. Put on the album yeah. and enjoy the shit. And let that shit play. It's a work of art. For sure, man. And I, I was reading a little bit, you know, uh, just about you. I, I see that you started like writing music at 13. Is that correct? Or around that age? I guess so. Is that what I wrote down? Yeah, I think and, so. And, it was in my this, bio. This is on your that bio. you found somewhere. Yeah, is this on the website? Mm-hmm. Oh goddamn! Yeah, I need a fact check, Mindy. <laughs> Mindy, we have to fact check. All right. <laughs> no, yeah, no. It was probably it was probably about about thirteen. I started uh, I started writing poetry really young, and I don't know what the hell. Like I think back on it, and I can't remember what made me want to write poetry was it a girl <laughs> no could have been no it's like i was writing i was i started writing poetry like it was not l- like love poetry at all um and it, granted i can't remember what it was but it, it just it wasn't like you know shit i was i was young i was in like the third grade when i started like doing poetry yeah um, oh, oh wow okay and then, <laughs> but like I kept it kind of to myself for the most part. Yeah. Um, Did you like drop a like a piece of paper or something? Somebody discovered it or? <laughs> no. Um, 
I mean, I just, I just, I like, I did it for a while. Then by the time I got to the seventh grade, I had um, my computer teacher, which was my first period class. She was also uh, 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 an English teacher. Oh, okay. And at the time, I was, I was on the, the, um, the, uh, they called it the gifted and talented program. Was mm-hmm. like the. Uh, you know, accelerated program going yeah. through school. I, I wound up flunking out of that shit when I was well, not flunking, but like if you uh, if you fell below a B twice in it in uh, uh, in a semester, mm. then they put you in the and so that so it was in the it was in the, I think the eighth grade. That, mm. Yeah, I got I got bumped out of that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because I was I was fucking around and. And uh, daydreaming all the time, like yeah. and not paying attention in class. You're probably just thinking about other shit. <laughs> but, that, but the teacher noticed that, and, and I don't know what it. No, uh, it was it was it was in her class. Uh, she had we had to write a paper, yeah. and I wrote the paper, and I came back to school, and I turned in the paper, and she tells me to stay after class, and she's asking me who wrote the paper. She's like, who wrote this? And it was it was a thing I had done. Like like the funniest shit about it, like it was a thing I had written like last minute. Like this was a this was like a project we were supposed to be this was a paper we were supposed to be working on for like a couple of weeks. Yeah. And I didn't at all because I was I was in the back daydreaming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not really caring about it. And at so the time. like like the night before, I had to spit a paper out yeah and i turned it in and she she wanted to know who wrote my paper i was like i did yeah (laughs) he was like who all right then who helped you with this i was like nobody i didn't even tell my parents about it because they would have got on my ass for (laughs) waiting to the last minute (laughs) (laughs) and and so then then she saw the talent in the writing um and and kind of fostered it her name was uh miss miss uh Miss uh, Latta, I don't know if she still works at Hampshire, Hampshire of uh, Finette, but yeah. uh, and she would cringe to uh, probably hear all the other shit I've said <laughs> while on this podcast. So it's yeah. probably best that she never does. No, that's cool though, man. So you know that just shows your talent right there. You know, at a very young age, you know, you waited till the very last minute to write this paper, but it, it still stood out more than the others. You know what I'm saying? And right they probably on. took weeks or however long to write the fucking paper. If there, if there, if there is a talent that I have, it is with words. Yeah. Um, and that, and the only reason I'm like even comfortable in like saying that out loud yeah. and like trying to tell the world like, yeah, I'm fucking I'm yeah. good with words. What about it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I think I'm. I think I'm a little more hesitant about it because I don't speak well. Yeah, like well, I, you know, with the stutter, I sound like I'm a little slow. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's hard to sit there and say, "Oh yeah, man, I can I can write really good," and then we're like, "Really, bumpkin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Yeah. You think but you write well?" What's crazy though is it seems like um, because you know, like uh. You know, if you just ask me my opinion on like art, like people who write books, authors, if you will, uh, they don't 
talk much out loud. You know what I'm saying? So it seems like uh, people that don't talk much out loud, out loud, you know, in your case, you know, being an artist, if you're not like, you know, performing, you probably you're probably reserved. But since you're reserved, you have more time up here in your head. You know what I'm saying? To like gather thoughts, compose thoughts, put words in the right places. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, who knows? Maybe that's the, the case. Oh, with, Maybe with, the the writing, with the writing. The writing why, process. Yes. You know oh, what yes. I'm saying? I, like, do, I do much better when I'm able to, like, sit and think about what right. I want to say. Yeah. I wish I wish I could speak the way that I write right. um, without being you know, completely... I wish I could. I wish I could face. write the way that I speak. It's the other way around. Really? Like, yeah, I could fucking sit here and talk, you know, forever and, and talk about whatever for however long. But I can't write that shit down on paper. Like I don't have the patience for it. Really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's the complete opposite. You know, I can. I mean, I can. Not, I can relate. It's you know, fucking, I, it's not. It's not fun. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Doctor uh, Sanderson, who is the head at uh, at. Uh, Who's the head of the English department at at um, at Lamar? Right. Like, it's like, well, we speak English here. It's like, yeah, but that's not like our. I'm. It's, I'm it's not. It's it's not like it's <laughs> our language right. that we need to insist on it. Like, right. We got this shit from somebody else. Right. I'm so I'm so <laughs> fucking glad you brought that up because like me and my girlfriend, <laughs> me and my girlfriend just had this conversation. So she like. My girlfriend's smart as fuck. What she doesn't know, she'll probably know now. <laughs> She's smarter than me. She thinks I'm smarter. Than I'm like, eh, get the fuck out of here. I'm a fucking moron. Like, for real moron. Wait till you get married. And then <laughs> then, then it becomes obvious. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like we're my wife now. will. I'm a my fucking, wife will tell you. I'm a, I, and I always think about it when I tell her I'm a moron. I always think about a uh, old boy on a, <laughs> on a, what movie was that? Water Boy. Hey, moron. Yes. Dirt. <laughs> but uh, any, <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyhow, she, uh, awesome. the other day she said, uh, she goes, um, "How come America like she 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 asked me this? She said, How come we don't have anything we could call our own?' I was like, "Baby, what do you mean?" Oh, she's wrong. Right? Was, I was like, "What do you mean?" She was like, "We don't have anything." Like all these other cultures come to America, and they have Hispanic shit, African shit, Korean shit, Vietnamese shit, uh, Indian shit. Everybody has their thing, but Americans don't have their own thing. I said, well, my whole opinion on it is America is like a big ass pot of stew or yes, gumbo. Yes, it's a melting pot. Exactly. So what makes America consists of Indian people, Asian people, black people, white people. That's what makes America. You know sure. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we can share all these cultures. I mean, we got fucking hamburgers and fireworks for, you know, if you wanted to speak on Americans. But like what makes us us is the fact that we have so many different variables in this one place. Mm -hmm. So that's what makes America America. She was like, yeah, but, you know, there's Indian culture. You know, there's I get all that. You know, I understand. But. Again, that's what makes us Americans, the fact that we can share all these things, you know, and that's really hard for some people to understand, but it makes complete fucking sense in my head. You know what I'm saying? Like, have you ever watched that uh, Ken Burns uh, jazz jazz uh, documentary? No. The very first episode, I think you can find it on YouTube, if not Amazon Prime, yeah. uh, Ken Burns jazz, the very first episode stays focused in in um in uh, new orleans 
Mm. Because that's the birthplace. Yeah. And there's a reason it's the birthplace. Oh, like, man. It, like, I've, I've never been to New Orleans, for the record. I, <laughs> I, I hadn't been until I met my wife. Yeah. And she, you know, she was like, you've never been to New Orleans? I was like, no. She was like, we're going to New Orleans oh, because man. you're going to love it. And, of course, I did. I, I fell in love <laughs> with it. But the history of it, in my opinion— like like people talk about New York and New York is probably it, it it is the the iconic American city. Yeah. And however, like when you look back at where you know um, you know the immigration and shit and all that, uh, it, early early uh, 1900s and stuff like that. Yeah. And shit, I, I guess it was even even uh, before. I'm probably getting my my timelines thrown off here. I'm not a real historian, so y'all don't take me seriously here. But probably anyway. back in like late or early 1800s. Uh, but like when New you know New York when it started getting it you know mass. Yes, it was. It was the fucking was the fucking 1800s. Yeah, because that's <laughs> when when. When uh, when the Irish were coming in and all that, uh, yeah. but like even come on down, <laughs> even after you know, you know the Irish came in, you had you had, you know, uh, the uh, the Italians, you know the Polacks, the uh, the age is 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 Polak a derogatory term? Is that is that bad? Can I not say Polak in twenty twenty? Well, I mean, Polish. That, I, I feel like Polish? there's a, yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's Polish? a lot of shit that we're not supposed to say in twenty twenty. But uh, by listening y'all, y'all, to I, brew and I'm bullshit, a, you agree to these terms and agreements. You know what I'm saying? By clicking on our fucking brew and bullshit dot com link, you agree to the term the, the terms. Yeah. So if you get offended. That's on you, bro. You might you 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 <laughs> might you might hear a Polak get <laughs> thrown out there every once in a while. You might get anyway. You might get offended. <laughs> I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure my mom is like a quarter Polish, so I think I think I think I'm good. So you're anyway. in your defense. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 man. It's totally fine. You know, we 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 go way back. Um, but no. So what I'm trying to get to in my own drawn out, exaggerated ass way. Is that New York? They all seem. It's at least what I what I've what I've heard about it. Like they've all seem to develop like their own their own uh, neighborhoods. Like yeah. everybody had their own little micro neighborhood. You know, mm. you know the Italians lived here. Yeah. You know the Irish lived here. Oh. With 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 New Orleans, which is in the South. Yeah. Which you know it gets the bad rap. Yeah. Rightfully so. But, yeah. <laughs> but it's like there's. There's, there's things that went on that like people don't fucking talk about. Mm. Like, like New Orleans, you had everybody living, like genuinely for the first time. I think is like as far as I've heard. Yeah. At, like you had people from all over the world living side by side. Yeah. Like they were next door neighbors and the whole street. Like you'd have you'd have black, you'd have French, you'd have. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, like whatever the fuck. Yeah, and it seems that way. It's funny. A funny story. Uh, my our three year old, her one of her favorite movies is Princess and the Frog. The setting is in New Orleans, right? I have not watched that film, but I actually want to. It's fantastic because of the soundtrack. Oh, okay, okay. Like they, yeah. like, like I, I, uh, I know uh, Doctor John. 
did did uh, one of the songs. Catch yeah. um, uh, you down in New Orleans. Dun, 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 dun. And so when I heard, I was like, this is on a, a Disney movie? Like, right. I need to see this Disney movie. Right. Uh, so she's a Creole, right? Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. so and fucking it's, cool. And I bring that point up because, like, in the movie... Like you were just speaking on, they were living side by side, you know, blacks, uh, you know, the the whites, you know, they every, no every yeah, in, in this movie. That's and awesome. Honestly, before watching the movie, like, excuse my ignorance, but I was like, I don't fucking want to watch no fucking cartoon about New Orleans. I watched it and I will sit down with my little girl and watch that shit every day if I have to, because it's a fantastic movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's one thing about, uh, you know, not to get off subject, just about Disney that they do right. You know, they're, they're not going to portray it in one way or the other. They're going to portray it the way it happened. Right. You know, so even with them creating this cartoon movie, animated movie, if you will, um, everything's done right. The neighborhood was exactly how I could picture it, you know. Right. So hearing that, that's just confirmation, you know, that. The, it, and dude, like, it's, uh, watch that, watch that documentary. It will give, the, granted, it's like a, a nine part documentary. Yeah. And if you, if you watch the first the first episode, and then you're like, okay, yeah, I, w- I want to continue, but at least watch the first one. Oh, for sure. About, I definitely will, about man. About the birth of jazz, because in my yeah. opinion, it, like, the birth of jazz is the, like, what, like, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, the the way that jazz was born with all the uh, different, different, uh, different elements. You yeah. had, you had African elements, you had... You had the European elements. You had it was just this perfect, perfect amalgam in the perfect place, and it all blended together and created this thing. Yeah. And in my opinion, it's the perfect me- metaphor for everything that America can be. Right. That's, and and shit, maybe that's beautiful. Man. Maybe <laughs> maybe we already are that. We're yeah. still just trying to work the fucking kinks out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We are. It's like we're, it, dude, we're young. We're exactly. fucking young. young this is fuck, a bro. this is a new thing. Yeah. I mean it's not like new to have freedom. There there are like other countries in the world that have freedom and everything, but like yeah. shit that there's a lot of those countries out there that like their their uh constitution right. it's is bo- is uh. it it pulls a lot <laughs> from us. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Not trying to be like a cocky you know, American no, but, asshole no, about but you're, that. That's you're not the way I'm trying to come no, across. No, bro, you're absolutely right. Um, hey, I got to go piss again. I do, too. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Nah, no problem at all, bro. No problem at all, my man. So, yeah, uh, just going back to, um, you know, just the U.S. And, um, you know, I think we were just talking about... Uh, other countries, not necessarily emulating like, you know, our policies or just how we go about doing things, but just like how significant and how different the U.S. is. We're like a big art, the art that we've we've created. If you were saying that your girlfriend said that we don't have a thing that is ours. Right. And we totally do. Uh, You know, and and granted, that's that's one of the reasons I love I love uh, New Orleans is because it's like everything about New Orleans is about the blend, mm. uh, you know, the food, the music, yeah, they, they, and they they embrace that shit, yeah, uh, and they're very proud of it, and I love them for it. I love I love that town. That is my favorite city that I've been to so far, and 
you'd be pretty hard pressed to uh, find a better one, I think. Yeah. <laughs> New but, Orleans, man, I have to go. I've, I've only heard good things. You know, this is just another uh, really good uh, review that I've gotten on it today. You know, so uh, it's definitely on the bucket list. You know what I'm saying? Do you have any uh, like favorite places that you performed at? Uh, Thirsty's was 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 my spot uh, yeah. before it closed down. Um, here lately, uh, was it because of the crowd at Thirsty's or just uh, just oh, everything? Yeah. yeah, the crowd. Uh, well, you know the staff too. Uh, yeah. It's a you know a smaller bar. I do. I've typically done better uh, here here lately. I've been I've been getting. I've been kind of changing this, but uh, in the past, I've typically done better with a barroom crowd versus like a listening room crowd. Like when I go play it, uh, you know, uh, every once in a while, uh, uh, Corvilles will hit me up. Yeah. And they'll want me to come and come and open a show. And it's few and far between. And that's probably for the best. uh, But like every time, every time I go do it, I wind up feeling like. I made an ass out of myself somehow, or like uh, I just feel I feel awkward because mm. it because it's it's very quiet and like everybody's and you know you get done with a song they clap and then it's quiet again mm. and it's like oh you so like you either just play another song or you know you they want stories and shit and and. Right. and that's a new thing for me that yeah. I've actually started trying to kind of talk over the mic. Uh, I got you. I, you do you think been, it's just due to our attention span being so short? You know what I'm saying? That you feel like you have to continue to entertain them? No, it's like, uh, no breaks no, it's, in between. It's, uh, uh, it's uh, well, well, that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I mean, like you don't want to put on a boring show. Right. You know, you got to keep people drinking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but but that's why like I've typically done better at like a barroom crowd where it's like they're they're not focused on me and so th- then I'm kind of like working to get their attention. Right. So it, like right, right. brings more out of me versus where it's like right off the bat I get on stage and everybody's it's staring just undivided at you. attention. And uh it, it's just it was a um yeah, it's been a thing that like sometimes I'll do pretty well at it and yeah. uh, you know other times if it, it kind of depends on like the mood i'm in you know yeah sometimes yeah, yeah. i you know the the uh the uh introvert takes over like yeah. it just it just grabs you and you're like i can't fucking be a person right now i, I don't <laughs> know i don't know how to be and now i have to be in front of people and yeah. then and then there's other times I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, I guess just like uh, you know, this is the first time we've met in person, but mm-hmm. um, and you're sort of like me in a sense of you feed off energy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying you get out very like, much what so. you're getting back. You know what I'm saying? So I'm the same way. You know, um, you know, just in this world, like if I have a guest, I haven't have yet. Knock on wood, I've yet to have a guest that comes on as super fucking boring. But like if they come on, they're just like. 
Yeah, so this is what we did. Like, I'm gonna be fucking boring back. I don't know. I don't know how to do anything else. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you know, I get like I, I put out what I'm getting back. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Like, I I, I feed off energy, if you will. I so, got you. Um, that it makes a lot of sense. You know, for you, like the bar setting is a place you guys like to perform because you know, in a, a bar setting, like it's just so energetic. So many different people doing so many different fucking things at one time. And I mean, I like I like my crowd to be drunk oh yeah for sure because like, they're having a good time i like to play for you know i like to play for people that are fucked up because that's 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 the type of music i i, I play like drinking songs and yeah like cheating songs uh i'm not i i don't know i mean i, I guess i have some story songs but like uh you know the listening room thing it's like um it's like a songwriter will get up and they tell a story about every song. There's a thing that, like they have to break down every song. And and granted, you know, maybe I'll I'll get to that point. But like, um, fuck that. I shouldn't I shouldn't have to <laughs> I shouldn't have to tell I shouldn't have to tell the story for every song. Like you should be able to kind of pick up on it. Does it uh <laughs> does it, does it seem just like boring to you? You think that's uh just not your forte? You know, just the, I do like I do like rowdy. Yeah, I like I like rowdy, rowdy crowds. I like to I like to party. Yeah, bro. Who so does, I want I want people to though. You know, we all like to party, whether you can admit it or not. I, I, actually, <laughs> actually, shit. One of my favorite places I've played recently uh, was a private party for my buddy uh, Scotty Scotty uh, Stiegel. Uh, he. Uh, he hired me for a show, and it was it was the night. It was the night after the first night. I, I'm sorry. It was the night after the first day that we were in in the studio uh, recently for the new, yeah, the new new uh, single. We spent uh, two days in the studio, um, and so the first night I had to I had to spend spend all day in the studio, and then. And then go play a gig. So it was one of those things. Like I show up to the gig and like I'm already kind of dragging. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because uh, I'm tired. Yeah. Uh, and I show up and I plug in and I start playing. And that crowd was a good fucking time. And uh, <laughs> yeah. And it 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 like it wakes you up for and sure. I, for like, sure. My wife and I wound up being there <laughs> till like. Two o'clock in the morning, you know, and I I played it at, uh, I think I started it at uh, eight o'clock, and I was yeah. only supposed to play for like a couple of hours, and w we wound up hanging out with them till two o'clock in the morning because it was Damn. just it was a fun crowd, and yeah. it, like it, you know, I uh, it uh, it wakes me up uh, very much so. So yeah, for I sure, do. I, I feed off of. Uh, Feed off that energy, mm -hmm. yeah. And it's like when you're having fun like that and you're feeding off energy, you're just having a really, really good time, you lose track of time, bro. For sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like that shit doesn't even matter anymore, you know? And I, I think that's how uh, it should be in, in, in any world, whether it be music, um, uh, professional office setting, uh, podcasting, any anything, man. Like I think it should always be that way, you know? Where you just you're you're getting back what you're uh, giving out, you know what I'm saying? So for sure, yeah, it's a good time for sure. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, bro. Hell yeah. So uh, the future of Southeast Texas, man, what are we looking like? We talked about it briefly, like off record. Um, and, you know, I told you I'm excited about um, what's to come in Southeast Texas because we're fucking young. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're so young and we, we know so many people that are doing so many good things for the area. How do you feel about it, though? I mean, I don't know, dude. I really haven't like thought I've been I've been pretty wrapped up in trying to like get myself in you know order yeah. uh and so and so i guess i guess what i'm trying to say is i've been very selfish uh and haven't been thinking about you know the area as much um i mean i don't know that, that like there's so much uh to consider but part of me thinks that southeast texas will always be like what it is right now yeah but I don't know, man. You, you know, you, you know, you do see uh, the world is getting smaller. Yeah, not not like not like we're running out of room, but we're we're all more more um, more uh, connected. Yeah, and so there's I think um, and shit, dude. Southeast Texans are we're a pretty chill bunch as long as you're not yeah. being a dick. You know what exactly. I mean? So it's like. Yeah, and and the, I've, I always talk about it, man. Like so many, um, you know, so many different cities or even states are dealing with so many different things, whether it be racially motivated, politically motivated, no matter what it is. But uh, you know, sometimes I'll just wake up, text my mom, like, "Thank you," you know, and she'll be she'll be like, "Why?" You know, I'm blessed because I'm from a place like Southeast Texas where we don't deal with. I mean, maybe politically, yeah, we deal with certain shit. But racially, I've never I've, I've only been through a handful of encounters and most of the time it was never super bad. You know, being a black man in this uh, area, right. it was never really, really bad. So I can honestly say from, you know, being an elementary to a fucking grown ass person, I never really dealt with anything crazy. And I can honestly say I'm proud to you know admit that and I'm proud to say that. Um, on record because a lot of places it's unfortunate for them you know what i'm saying right. like they deal with a lot of different things we but still we still we still have it around here you for know sure. what i mean it's for still sure. it's still a thing but i think there's enough of that i think for the most part at least you know you can't speak for every you know i'm sure i'm sure there's somebody that's going to hear this and be like i don't know what the fuck y'all are talking about <laughs> i can i can name off of you know a laundry list uh, yeah, yeah but but i feel yeah. like i feel like for the most part um Texans in general, and right. even even dude, Southerners in general, and it, it may even go as far as to just people in in general. I know that's it's quite a jump. I went from Texans to Southerners to just everybody. No, but you like, Southerners are everybody. We are the only people in the world. We're the only ones. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so, sorry, uh, but no, um, like real. I think you know as long as you're not being a dick. Like, yeah, people are gonna be cool with you. you know, yeah, it doesn't. Always it doesn't chance, take much. There's always the chance that you're gonna run into that one fucking asshole. Yeah. Um. And granted, not to say that shitty things don't don't happen. Uh. But I feel like I do. I've I've always felt like that for the most part. Like down here on the ground level of human interaction. Yeah. Like it's always so much. It's like it's. It's not quite as bad as like the uh, masses are making it seem. Yeah, dude. right. Like the, the right, they're making it seem like it's hell and to live in America. The 
you know the air that surrounds the media if you're if you're if you're staying in it and if you're allowing yourself to get wrapped up in it it can it can pull you in and like make you think that that's what the fuck everything is like right but then dude i go to the grocery store and everybody's everybody's just as cordial as can be absolutely you know like <laughs> you know everybody's happy and shit and i mean shit like we live in an area where like it's i guess predominantly you know um uh, Republican, I would think. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, for the most and, part, everybody's conservative. But out like, here. like I've never had, I've never had a Republican dude like look at look at me with my long hair and be like, "You fucking hip." You like, yeah. I, like we don't, we don't deal with the same shit. A lot of we, these other places, we have with. moved like the, you know, the nation as a whole has moved past like so many things. For sure, hey, we're, we're we're making progress, bro. And you know, I, I'm I, again, like I'm so like prideful to say I'm from Southeast Texas and I'm so proud of Southeast Texas now because I mean we, we touched on it we, we have different restaurants we have different uh, yeah. breweries we have uh, different music so many things that are making us look progressive and which we are you know what I'm saying like we're making progress so like we're also becoming a younger area you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of my friends, and I'm sure a lot of your friends as well, own shit out here. You know what I'm saying? Or they're doing shit that actually matters. Right. So I mean, it's uh, it's going in the right direction. You know, and that's uh, in the beginning. You know, being a 17 year old kid in high school, that's what made me run to Houston because I felt like we were a stack. We were in a stagnant state. Right. But now we're in a progressive state. So now I'm so. Happy that I was able to leave, come back, and now we're well, where we're at. That's you know? a, I mean, I think that's kind of a, a very uh, natural, like, like, uh, like uh, progression, in, right? And like, like that's, it's almost kind of what you should, or not, not what you should do, but like it's a, uh, it's 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 not a new story, I right. should say. Like uh, people. Especially if they grew up in a small town, they leave, they experience, you know, they go experience the city, they experience other cultures, they experience, you know, their, their little taste of, you know, the world. And they start to realize that there's more shit out. It's like, oh, fuck, there's all this other cool shit going on out here. Granted, nowadays, we do have the internet. And yeah, that's what I said. Like, it's getting smaller. Like, we don't have, like, you don't necessarily have to leave home to get exposed to some different things oh for sure and uh me and uh or Brittany and i talked about it Brittany from uh you know the museum of the gulf coast uh yesterday we talked about it uh so you don't have to be you don't have to live in california or la if you will or new york new york you know new york city to be like super successful you can be right here in southeast exactly. texas you know what i'm saying like just going off what you were just talking about you can be right here in southeast texas now we have the power of the internet you can reach any fucking body, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Anybody, you know. Yeah, but, but I mean, like, you know, if you've if you've never had, you know, if you grew up, if you grew up in where I grew up, uh, we don't have an Indian restaurant out there. Yeah. the The only Indian restaurant that I know of in Southeast Texas is Taz. Yeah. You know, like, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, Taz is um, cool. But like, you know, just. You know, if somebody didn't, if they, if they, there's, there's parts of Texas, there are no fucking Indian restaurants anywhere nearby. Right, yeah. So if a person's like, 
you know, I'd, I'd like to try this fucking Indian food. Like, I want to know what this is about. It looks, you know, looks like rice and gravy. <laughs> Got to be good. Yeah. yeah. They're like, I want to know. Yeah. Shit. Get on, get on YouTube. Yeah. You can find out how to make. You can find out how to make the, the same shit. You can yeah. make that, make that, uh, yeah. that, uh, 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 tikka plate. masala, you know. <laughs> tikka masala. Yeah, bro. And shouts out to Taz, man. To my uh, my buddy, his name's Abby. His uh, cousin, I don't even know his cousin's name. Uh, they actually own Taz. So, <laughs> yeah, shouts out love, to Taz. Shouts out to Taz. Abby. Yeah, Taz is a uh, good shit, man. And before we go, bro, I, I have to know. I mean, we've already talked about. Uh, like a new project, you know, you've been walking around uh, the new project. So yeah. what, are you, what are you working on currently? All right. So we've recently went into the studio uh, to record a song that is called Coyote Ken, Kentucky and the Navajo Bucky and their perilous <laughs> journey through Corsicana, Texas in the year of our Lord, 2018. <laughs> uh, and it is a true story about... Uh, uh, about a couple of uh, friends of mine who uh, got arrested in Corsicana back in 2018. Uh, and one of them is actually in prison right now. Oh, man. For the for for weed. Uh, for a, a, a marijuana charge. Uh, however, I do believe he should be getting out pretty soon, which is really good because we're going to be filming a video for this song. Um, oh, nice. That I'm super excited about because we're gonna have a lot of fun with it. This tune, uh, random. We did it at uh, Four Eyes, Four yeah. Eyes uh, Studios with uh, with the great Ryan Ryan uh, Johnson. By the way, if there's any any musicians out there that bothered to uh, tune in to this podcast, if you are from Beaumont and you are leaving town to uh, make a record. You're a goddamn fool because Ryan Johnson is right here in town and he is the shit. Um, and he has uh, surpassed all of his previous work with us on this this particular track. <laughs> um, the band is super proud of it. Like I said, it's a it's a true story that kind of tells about how uh kenny and bucky uh got arrested yeah bucky wound up his uh charges got dropped mm. and so and so bucky's been out but kenny went went down uh but he he should be out soon and he granted we've been in touch uh you know we write i write to him every once in a while and every once in a while he'll uh he'll uh call me uh, and so like we've been talking, uh, and I know good and well, knowing Kenny, his ass is in prison right now telling everybody, dude, you don't even fucking understand. Like <laughs> my buddy wrote a song about me and they're recording and it's a fucking banger, man. You don't, you don't understand y'all. I can just hear him right now oh, and, shit. It, and, and it, and it, tickles the shit out of me just yeah. thinking about the look on his face whenever he hears it uh for the first time but we're going to film a video uh coming up and kenny and bucky are going to play uh themselves 
And I think that's all I'm going to say about the video itself. But um, let me see. I got to praise. I got to praise. Uh, praise the band. I know. I know. I, I don't have anything for y'all to like listen to because I'm not going to I'm not going to. Granted, I have the mix. I don't have I don't have the uh, the uh, master, but I'm not going to like play it right now for y'all to hear it. Nah, you know what? You could just sit. You could just uh shoot that to you boy <laughs> well you know you know maybe, maybe. <laughs> we can work out some <laughs> but, uh, but no yeah we're we're ex we're extremely proud of it and uh you know excited to uh to uh get it out there um i meant to bring you in a pack of of uh rolling papers oh man yeah you know what i saw that it has like your logo on it right little Little uh, Johnny's. That's one of my three uh, merch items available cool, on, on the bro. website. I stole that shit from. How did that from, come? Uh, how did South that Paul, come about? South Paul Smitty, uh, who who uh, plays plays a. Uh, actually, he plays whatever the hell you want him to. But yeah. uh, but with me, he mainly plays uh, mandolin, uh, uh, lead guitar, and. And uh, banjo every once in a while when we when we want to make all the uh, all the sheep sheep uh, nervous, mm. so we have him pull the banjo out. Um, <laughs> oh, but yeah. uh, Southpaw actually was the first one that I saw that got like custom rolling papers and i was like how the fuck did you do that like that's rad and he bro. was like dude there's a website you can just go like <laughs> yeah it's yeah not a thing and so i went and i found that website and yeah. really yeah it's not a thing like they'll they'll make you some rolling papers some rolling papers uh, huh? and so fuck. i have i have like 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 your basic standard size rolling paper and those are uh little Little uh, Johnny's, yeah. But with the release of uh, Coyote Ken, we're gonna do some some uh, some king size papers. Oh yeah, very and nice. And they're gonna be called uh, Corsicana Longs. Fuck yeah, so L A W N G S. So you guys have like a, just a full rollout for this new single, right? We're still kind of working on the full rollout, but gotcha. yes. My plan is that we will have a full rollout. Fuck yeah. Um, granted, this is, you know, dude, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, don't, like, I don't know, man. It seems like there it. Is it seems no, like you guys know what, what the fuck y'all are doing. Like y'all are talented, man. Like, there's, For real. you know, there are there are formulas within the music business. Yeah. Uh, I don't know them. Because I don't, I don't want them. But I feel like everybody's I don't, like I don't trying want to do to, the formula uh, thing. I feel like everyone's trying to figure out no matter what. It, like, and I, and in a lot of instances, like a lot of people have these record labels or these managers or whoever the fuck it is to you know sort of steer them in that, that direction. You guys are just figuring it out as you go, which yeah. what separates you from the, the rest. Focus, the focus of these for, other fucks for for us is the actual content is the right. work like i heard um on on the podcast you did with uh with uh little flip yeah shout out i'm a big fan shout out to the houston legend man for sure like, flip flip knows what's up man and, like he's you know, he's so r.i.p uh big mo yeah big mo screw me and screw have this or screw died on my birthday rather no shit yeah he died on my 10th 10th or 11th birthday he died on november 16th 
Uh, 2000, 2000. So it was my 10th birthday. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, bro. Um, <laughs> hell of a birthday present. But right. no, man. Um, yeah, I feel like you guys just, y'all have that formula. You know what I'm saying? Like, it seems like you, you know what to do. But like you said, you, you know, y'all, you're strictly worried about the content, which is fantastic because that makes, you know, us, uh, fans or fanatics, if you will, appreciate you know you guys more and i'm honestly like so fucking proud to say that uh you know since you're transitioning you're you're moving me steering me towards country music even though i consider you folk or bluesy type music you know what i'm saying i'm, I'm glad to say <laughs> thank I, you i got to have thank a you, shot though. with you today oh absolutely. that's what i'm getting at <laughs> absolutely man it's fucking great bro i, I appreciate we'll it get man. you to come over uh to the house and we'll uh and we'll do some more some more uh <laughs> more uh barbecuing and we will take a lot of these yeah for sure and next time you come on man which you're welcome anytime you fucking want to come on next time you come on i was in a rush today the next time we'll have some uh i like woodford reserve that's, oh hell yeah that's, that's my joint so we'll have some we'll have some good whiskey i'm not i'm not <laughs> i'm not too too uh picky if you watch that uh george jones uh <laughs> tribute tribute uh concert that i think is up on on the website was it uh, it wasn't the latest one was it no okay no, it See, wasn't, I, I it wasn't the last one the latest, one. The latest um, one was super good i felt like i was in the room for real for real yeah it's bro. been it's been a while so how the fuck do i done one i think the last one i did was uh uh buck owens i think that was the last one i did uh but the george jones show because i heard that george liked to drink uh drink uh evan evan williams yeah i bought a bottle of evan williams Ooh-wee. and i drank that whole son of a it's bitch that, that much, night yeah it ain't that so much different from watch fucking that jim show, beam you need to just understand <laughs> that evan williams was uh doing some work on me yeah evan williams ain't that much different from that jim beam shit it was about the same uh same level of bullshit <laughs> yeah bro well man uh how can people reach you um how can they discover you know your music and and all that good stuff uh well you go to uh go to our website pug johnson and the hounds dot com uh you can also find me on facebook uh pug johnson and the hounds you can also find me on instagram at pug johnson a- actually i think it's at pug dot johnson right right yeah i don't know i should probably be the only one out there but <laughs> type that shit in you'll find me I'm the I'm the one with the good hair. <laughs> yeah, my boy James too, man. <laughs> he says, man, that shit like like the kids say that shit slaps. <laughs> Until next time, everybody. Peace. <laughs>